Still to come, ladies and gentlemen, Assemblyman candidate uh, Kevin Surdy, uh vying for the sixth post in the New York State Assembly. We will have him on a little bit later. First, though, uh, she is uh, trying to be the lieutenant governor of the uh, state of New York, running alongside Lee Zeldin. You know her well at this point in time. Her name is Allison Esposito. Nice enough to give us a, a couple of minutes on this Wednesday morning. We welcome Allison to the uh, airwaves here in the morning. And uh, great to have you here. First time, long time. Uh, and uh, we're six days out, Allison. How you feeling? Good morning. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, six days out. Uh, we are feeling good. We have a lot of momentum. People are excited. This is what we really believe we're on the precipice of history. And we are on a rescue mission to save our state. And there are hundreds and thousands and millions of New Yorkers who are behind us. And we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have that feeling. If you do not know the background of Allison uh, Esposito, followed in the footsteps of her dad, Michael Esposito, NYPD chief, and uh, serving in the uh, NYPD since 1997. She rose to the rank of deputy inspector. You believed in the concept when you joined that department, Allison. I read of uh, New Yorkers, especially those who need help or are in danger, can't defend themselves, have the right to be safe, free, and protected. And that's something right now that is going through the mindset of many as you make the rounds, no? So that is absolutely correct. Uh, crime and public safety, New Yorkers' number one priority right now. And <clears throat> I don't know how much of, uh, of it you've seen lately, but we have an out-of-touch, elitist, smug governor right now in that governor's mansion that actually stood on the debate stage and looked over at Congressman Zeldin at one point and said, I don't know why this means so much to you, when he was referring on, in, to holding criminals accountable for their actions and actually locking up bad guys for the havoc that they are wreaking over our good, upstanding, hardworking, everyday New Yorkers just trying to go about their business. People are afraid. And Kathy Hochul doesn't want New Yorkers to believe their own eyes. She thinks they're fools. And she's sticking to this. We're down 14% in New York City uh, or surrounding shootings and homicides. Well, her bar is set incredibly low because since bail reform, if you're only talking about shootings, in 2019, New York City had 777 shootings. In 2021, they had 1,562 shootings, more than double. In 2020, 1,532. So you're telling me you came down a couple of shootings from an all-time high of 2021 and 1,562, or I shouldn't say an all-time high, but a 20-year high, um, and you came down a couple of percentage points, and that's a victory? You had 1,500, almost 1,600 New Yorkers shot last year. That is a ridiculous amount since bail reform, and it's because criminals are not held accountable for their actions. It's absolutely ludicrous. People are afraid. They know what they feel. They know that traveling mass transit scares them. They know that letting their kids go to a neighborhood park scares them. So we are campaigning. Congressman Zeldin and I are campaigning and talking to New Yorkers about their priorities, not Kathy Hochul's priorities, crime and public safety, the economy, 
and the attack on their children's education. These are New Yorkers' priorities. And that's why I believe we're resonating with so many New Yorkers. And that's why I believe we, we just edged out the, uh, the lead in the polls recently. Uh, you're listening to Allison Esposito. She is vying to be the lieutenant governor of the state of New York. Uh, come uh, November the 8th, uh, I, I don't think it helped her cause, uh, as I have stated over the last couple of days and flipping the channels, uh, watching her on uh, one of uh, the shows, Al Sharpton's show on MSNBC, basically uh, calling people master manipulators, uh, conspiracy theorists regarding the uh, uh, the criminal activity that's going on in the state. I guess it's just a, a fabrication. I wish you would maybe tell that to that woman in Buffalo, uh, one of the lead stories in today's paper in the New York Post, uh, who, uh, you know, a, a person responsible uh, for a murder just let out uh, a days prior uh, when he should have been locked up. It maybe it wouldn't have happened. You know, what I'm, it, it's it's stuff like that that maybe we should point to as fabrications uh, in well, I, uh, in people's minds here. No, well, I I honestly don't think here is Benny Fields family thinks that's a fabrication. The congressman and I were actually in Buffalo when we received that news. And you're talking about Adam Benningfield is an individual who had prior domestic arrests, and they were really aggravated domestic arrests, where he he used his car to hit the car of an ex-girlfriend, and then he took her and her passenger uh, hostage. Uh, He assaulted them. This is this man is no stranger to the criminal justice system. Then he gets arrested on a Tuesday for assaulting his wife. Um, it was caught on video, it was posted to Facebook. He gets arrested on Tuesday. The judge doesn't have discretion. He knows his history. This is a slew of domestic violence charges he gets arrested on. The judge doesn't have any discretion knowing his history. This woman is begging for help. She is begging. She would tell anybody who would listen to her. She told the court. She told the police. She told uh, her sister. She put it on Facebook. She told her mother, Mom, he's going to kill me. She was wearing a bulletproof vest. On Wednesday, she's driving her car with her three children in it, and this man comes out of nowhere, T-bones her car with his car, and blows her head off in front of her three children with a shotgun. This man is out on cashless bail. The blood of this woman's hands is directly on the politicians that refuse to see that their dangerous and reckless policies are killing New Yorkers. That's, uh, that's in a nutshell, folks. It's a horrific story. Uh, and if that doesn't uh, sum it up, uh, I don't know what does. You know, you as a former police officer, um, you know, you go back to the subway beating of Elizabeth Gomes, Allison. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? We didn't see a cop in sight. You saw a, a good Samaritan who came over there only to be scared off by this nut job. Tried, yeah. But, boy, I'll tell you, back in the day, I mean, I used to ride subways left and right, daily basis. Hard to believe what we saw uh, regarding yeah. Elizabeth Gomes. How did that make you feel? So there's no worse feeling being a cop than that feeling of helplessness. And that is one of the reasons that I was prompted to get into this race in the first place. Uh, I was sitting at my desk. I had 300 officers in my, almost 300 officers in my charge. And I was watching them go out every day 
uh, interacting with the most violent criminals and taking loaded illegal firearms off their waistband. And those criminals were back in the precinct collecting their property to go home before my cops were even done processing the arrest. As you said in the beginning, sir, I came into this job because I truly believe those who cannot protect themselves deserve to be protected. And the same reason I went into the NYPD prompted me to walk away from the NYPD to serve the people of New York State, because those who cannot protect themselves deserve to be protected. And watching that video was absolutely horrific. Watching her get stomped out, watching a a gentleman try to come to her aid, and then looking at this deranged man who was hell-bent on on hurting individuals, he was scared off. And this this was in an area where uh, uh, an elected official... Uh, and uh, New York City Assemblywoman Tiffany Caban had just recently put out, and this is to go to out of how out of touch these politicians are. Um, she put out a, a flyer, if you will, to local residents and businesses, imploring or begging them not to uh, call the police when dealing with emotionally disturbed people or criminals. What she instead suggested is distraction methods. How about potentially? Filling your soda to distract them or saying before they stomped you out to your death, didn't we go to school together? That's going to stop the criminal. These individuals are so out of touch and so clueless while they walk around with their own security and New Yorkers are paying the price. Yeah, no doubt. Lieutenant Governor candidate uh, Allison Esposito uh, with us here. A couple of minutes remain. Um, you know, you weren't born a, a politician. You were a heck of a cop, and now you are in the world of politics. What is the likes of the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, uh, who does a lot of, uh, of politicization as far as, you know, candidates in higher posts, such as what uh, Governor Hochul is, uh, is doing on a daily basis, but, and not really, and I've been on, I've been on Adams. For a long time. I've been on him since day one, actually. But for not being as vociferous as he should be uh, regarding uh, certain elements of what we're seeing out there. Um, Could he be doing a little bit more, in your estimation, as far as what is needed within the confines of New York City right now? So, yes. The short answer to that is yes. But he has repeatedly called on Albany to host the special session, to get the legislative branches in there and fix this bail reform, fix this cashless bail. And they told him when he went up to Albany, no, we're going to hold the line. And he has correctly called upon Kathy Hochul to fix this, and she has ignored his repeated pleas. When Congressman Zeldin and I get in office, uh, Mayor Adams is going to have a more friendly Albany. And my city... Uh, that that I served for almost 25 years, that has such a big chunk of my heart, I will be, uh, I guess, a thorn in his side, if you will, to ensure that we are working, that Albany is working seamlessly with the mayor of New York City, but not just New York City, other cities as well, Rochester, Syracuse, uh, it doesn't matter, Buffalo. We have to work with the mayors of these larger cities to ensure that all the residents are safe. There is absolutely more that can be done. You know, we're not concentrating on saying something that the mayor has said a few times, you know, don't concentrate on the mere extra six victims in the subway, concentrate on all those who ride. That's not really an accurate assessment because what if you're one of those six? 
You know, that's a lot of felony crimes every single day, extra felony crimes in the subway. You're talking about a 25-year high in homicides in the New York City subway. We have to concentrate. The, the distraction method that the other side is using, uh, the, the don't worry, your fear isn't real, it's just a perception of crime mentality, is ludicrous. And we have to start dealing with what things the way they are. And right now, we are in a New York crime crisis. And the future Governor Zeldin has already committed to day one, day one, declaring a crime crisis, a crime emergency, and making sure the legislative branch comes back to the table to repeal cashless bail, to deal with these laws, these horrible discovery laws, the Less Is More Act, the HALT Act. This has to be dealt with. So there will be a suspension of those laws in day, on day one, in addition to holding what I believe to be almost criminal district attorneys accountable for their actions. Alvin Bragg will be fired day one. Day one, because he is refusing to uphold his oath of office and failing to prosecute crime. So we will be working very closely with Mayor Adams to ensure that he is doing the best job possible for the people of the city of New York. Listen, uh, Bragg... uh... Greg wrote his own uh, pink slip on day one when he gave yeah. you the crimes he would prosecute and those he wouldn't, Allison. That was uh, day one of his tenure, which uh, everybody right. remembers, you know. Uh, so uh, that uh, certainly kept in the, in the minds of many. Now, is there a big event that we need to know about that you are about to engage in, I was told? Uh, so, talk no, to us have, a little bit about rallies. That. We have rallies scheduled all up and down the state over the next couple of days. Uh, there, Congressman Zeldin and I will not be outworked. We will, I, Kathy Hochul is crawling across the finish line uh, doing a, 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 a couple of appearances and some smoke and mirrors, adding extra cops on overtime, um, depleting our already overstretched NYPD officers, uh, putting them in subways and, 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 and trying to do some omnipresence so the people of the city of New York think that she is doing something. But the Congressman and I will not be outworked. We are all over the state. We are uh, this uh, Saturday. We'll be in Orange County and Dutchess County and Putnam County. Uh, Sunday, I believe we're in Erie County, uh, Monroe County. We are doing rallies. We are getting out the vote. We are we are as present as we possibly can with as many groups in New York as we possibly can be. We've done last night. We did a rally in in Staten Island. Uh, we did a rally on Long Island just before that. The congressman and I had to jump into a helicopter to get to the one on Staten Island. And it, it's been all over. We are, you can get on zeldinfornewyork.com. You can subscribe to the emails to see our last rallies over the last six days. Six days, sir. Six days. And we are going to send a clear message to Albany and to Washington that we are coming for our state back. Six days, and we can make the change that New York so desperately needs to bring common sense back to elected office, to bring integrity back to elected office. Six days. We've got this. Listen, the stakes have never been higher, and I'm doing this a long time, Alice. Never been higher as far I, as uh, I, I an election. People are sick of this. And this is not a common, this is not a red wave. This is a common sense wave. This is a red, white, and blue wave. This is Democrats, independents, Republicans alike, people who have never voted before stepping up and saying enough is enough. On November 8th, freedom is on the ballot. On November 8th, our children's education is on the ballot. On November 8th, 
public safety and law and order, our safety is on the ballot. It's never been more important. Running for lieutenant governor of the state of New York. Can't thank you enough uh, for a couple of minutes. We'll check back with you uh, on election day. Hopefully we'll have you on for a minute or two with a final thought. We can't thank you enough, though. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Have a fantastic day. And everybody, get out to vote. In America, we forgot it's not just a right. It's a duty. It's an obligation. We have to vote. No question. No question about it. Allison Esposito, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank Thank you very much. Uh, Yep. Good luck.